Welcome, welcome guys to the Off-White Pod. We are the Off-White Boys. You know who it is. It's David, the hardest host, darker than most. And with me as always, I've got the boy Vic, the most gas guy who never tells lies. What are you saying, bro? Yeah, I'm good. As you can see, guys, a little bit of a new setup. Uh, just in case you didn't know, yeah, you know, check it out. Um, but yeah, mate, it's going to be a good one. It's just me and you, actually. For, it's, been a, it's been a minute. So, um, yeah, we've got, it's been an interesting week, I think. Yeah, um, Week. It has been loads of stuff happening, which was the premise of our pod. Obviously, just want to say before, guys, apologies for it being a bit delayed. Um, you know, things out of our control a little bit and things like that. But we're here now. Um, so yeah, so like I was saying, this week, um, this last week or two has been a bit crazy. Um, so it's kind of going to be a news roundup. Um, let's start off with the Meghan and Harry interview. Um, we've both watched it. I'm sure many of you guys have as well. So I just want to ask Dave, what are your initial thoughts of it? For me, it was just a bit of a madness to hear what actually happened from Megan's side. And mm. uh, I think the thing that was most shocking to me, obviously we'll get into uh, all the surrounding issues around it and the uh, Royals um, in a bit, but it was more the fact that the, the news that hit me the most was that Prince Harry had had his title, his, um, his uh, security taken away from him. Yeah. Like, he is like official bloodline and because of this they literally cut him off completely yeah and i thought that was the maddest part for me yeah. for me personally because obviously uh, when we just from everything him, or yeah. just from harry's side you thought that was the maddest part i think from everything like wow. he's born into the family yeah. like he's made this decision i get what you're saying but at the end of the day he, he i would think if he's got the you know the bloodline of the queen no matter what he does, he should have protection. Like, I'm not even talking about money, you know, opportunities, having to do all these things, like the free travel or whatever. I just mean protection. Like, if that's yeah. your family at the end of the day. So that was the maddest thing for me. What about you? Yeah, that's interesting. I kind of forgot that happened, but <laughs> that that is, you've raised that, obviously, at the time, I remember thinking that is a bit, a bit far because... Mm like you said it's your family so i was like okay say if that was my family yeah, yeah. and say if that was my younger brother i'd yeah. be like oh you know i wouldn't i would definitely kind of still offer that protection yeah and then as i watched it and stuff um there's been like loads of stuff as well after i've seen on the internet about megan and certain videos i'll bring it up and we can even watch it as well um i just it's 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 a strange one because I don't know if she, I, I don't know if I believed her as much. I can't, I think one thing I just want to say as well straight away is the fact that they had discussions about the color of the baby is just, I mean, it's just like ludicrous, isn't it? Yeah, like of today's age and even any age to be talking about what's that, that's irrelevant, right? You, the question you should be asking is like any person who's having a baby, like, oh, I hope they're going to be like fit and healthy, right? Mm-hmm. Or nothing to do with the skin color, that's irrelevant. But coming back to the whole Harry not getting protection. And it sounds like the the way they said it, it's like they had, they, they, they said that, Harry said that they had a way of doing it, of like leaving the family right, and that they'd accepted it, and he's written a letter to his grandmother, Queen, and everything was supposed to be fine, and she even like invited him up for a dinner or something like that, and then it got cancelled, so it was all a bit like, Buki, it kind of felt like the the grandparents in this situation, mm-hmm. they were kind of out of control a little bit, I would say. And it was more to do with maybe Harry's dad, uh, Prince Charles and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So 
that was kind of strange. But overall, my initial thoughts was I just felt a bit sorry for Harry mainly because mm-hmm. I was just like, kind of just seems like he's just been like, you know, abandoned by his family, mm-hmm. um, which, you know, I don't think anyone would want, um, especially if you've got like, well, yeah, any woman would want that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I wanted to ask what you thought about, were you convinced by Megan? Did you think what she was saying was completely true? Or were you, because I know sometimes you're quite sceptical on stuff. Yeah, 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 so yeah. I was like, oh, and I'm, I, and I purposely didn't ask you a message or anything yeah, or yeah. when we saw each other because I wanted to keep it for now yeah. but yeah did you did you think she was telling the truth or did you think there was some parts where you like oh questioning it or anything or um so yeah actually i did i'd say i believed everything she said apart from do you know when she said she was going to see the queen and they were in the car with harry and then she was like he was like to her oh do you know how to curtsy mm. and it's just like you know if your girlfriend's meeting your family, whatever, and you know that there's a different custom to the norm, you would have had that discussion way before, you know, the journey to the house. So that's what I'd find a bit questionable. Um, that I think, obviously, there's loads of stuff. I think she's trying to paint herself in this naive bubble of not knowing, you know, what she was fully getting herself into, which is completely fine, because I'm sure all this stuff she's going to learn behind the scenes that goes on that isn't known to, you know, the public. So I think she was really trying to, you know exaggerate how little she knew because if you're dating a prince there's no chance bro mm. that you're not doing a bit of research or even if you're, right. not, if you're not doing a bit of research it's oh yo much she got mates or whatever that's telling you like imagine one of us just start moving a princess or whatever even if i don't look myself you're going to be like oh david's yeah. to who? what let me you know yeah. you're gonna ask questions you'll be like oh this is that like yeah for sure i don't think she and i think she was trying to portray like she had no clue what was going on mm. that's the only thing i disagree with and i think um it's probably untrue she probably definitely knew a lot more than what she was letting on to but as you said i think it's completely uh but i don't think that takes away any of the other stuff she says that is quite a bit of an issue so you know the whole uh, color of the baby's skin firstly yeah. that is just it's also believable do you get what i mean it's like oh, everyone's yeah, like for sure. oh, like i believe that conversation happened because it's always a thing even if you're even if you're completely on board with a mixed race thing if, if mixed race their relationship let's say you're in a mixed race relationship you're speaking to a white girl whatever between the two of you, I'm sure you'd even have the discussion. It's like, oh, I wonder what colour our baby's going to come out. Yeah. Like, I wonder yeah. how dark it's going to be. But when it's between you two, it's just like in jest, it's in love. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. It's like, oh, I wonder what it is. So for someone to have that thought process in a negative way, I 100% believe that happens. And it's already, you know, the royal family and we don't need to go into the history of them. So they'll already be aware of, you know, colourism, their, their innate or built on racism the whole thing like the whole slave trade all this so yeah. it for me i don't think that is far-fetched at all to believe that conversation ever happened yeah i agree think? i agree i think it I, I think it personally came from harry's dad that he that probably said that mm-hmm. because you know well, harry said it's not his grandparents who else is it going to be yeah, really yeah. um as i've mentioned before and as you've just said obviously it's just it's not on, is it really? Mm. i was gonna ask though if megan had been included in the conversation is that okay to ask then do you think what is in so say if it's Charles, Harry, Will, William, and Megan, and they're all in the room, like, oh, by the way, like, did it? Well, like, do you think the baby's what? What do you think it's going to be like a bit darker or a bit lighter? Because mm. is that a bad thing? Do you think? What if she was in? If she was in, because if Charles asked her or whoever asked her asked her directly, like, oh, what do you think the color of the skin is going to be? No, because I think the impact would still be the same. I agree. Because her response would still be like, 
um, why are you asking me that, right? Yeah, why are you asking yeah. me that? Um, and you know, if you're having that conversation and, and you know it's coming from just, you know, genuine curiosity, there's no need to bring it up then, do you get what I mean? Yeah. But if you feel like it's asked because it's going to be an issue, then that's completely unacceptable because it's just like, as I said, I used the example earlier, if, uh, I, if I was to marry uh, a, a girl that was, you know, lighter skinned or whatever, and then you just ask me, it's like, oh, bro, I wonder what your colour of skin of yeah. the baby will look. I know that coming from you is calm. It's just yeah. like it's just like a genuine question, and there's no issue with that whatsoever. Um, but what do you think on that? Then do you think it's all right for them to ask that question if she's included, or do you still think? I mean, I don't. I think. I think I still think it's bad. It's personally what you would take. Personally, for me, if I got my, if I was to get have a my partner is going to be you know Caucasian and her parents asked me I actually wouldn't be offended mm. I'd be like oh well it's probably going to be like olive skinned right yeah, yeah, yeah. but that's just me personally so I can't tell someone how what they're going to be offended against yeah. and especially in the con what, what I took from it is the fact that she wasn't including the conversation you can tell it might not have been in a positive way and the fact that Harry said there were concerns about it rather than a curiosity because if you say a curiosity you're going to be like well, they were genuinely like wondering because yeah. it could be ignorance. Not that that could be like, that's not acceptable, but it's not like meant to be an insult in some yeah. cases. Yeah. So that was interesting. Yeah. Um, but also that it obviously created an uproar in the media, right? And we saw it on Good Morning Britain yeah. and how um, peers ended up walking off and yeah. getting told they had to apologise and ended up leaving. Um, what did you make of that? What Because... I th- my take on it is the fact that you if if Meg- I believe Megan when she said when I went to the the person they all have like a secretary whatever it is like I've watched yeah. the crown have you watched the crown no 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 so well, you see they all have a person that deals with the, like the couple or whatever so that person said look it's not our problem really that you've got mental health issues you you'll be all right or yeah. it's not our issue you're not getting paid etc yeah. so I think peers can't say to her that's a lie because. You don't know what's going on in someone's head or not. You, she's she's heavily pregnant. She's obviously, you know, hormonal and stuff. Regardless of the fact of hormones, you're going to be upset when someone says to you, yeah, your mental health doesn't matter. And mm. when you're supposed to be a part of a family, you'd think that they would want to take care of you, especially when you're pregnant. Yeah, okay, maybe this child isn't going to be the heir to the throne, but you're still part of the royal family. You're still part of just a normal family. So you would yeah. care for the well-being of the mother and the child just because of the connection with Harry, et cetera, right? You probably built a relationship. So to, for him to say that she's lying about that is just, you that's just ridiculous, really. You can't say someone's lying about that. However, I, I think, you know, this is my opinion. Um, I I like, I like Piers Morgan being on Good Morning Britain. I think yeah. he provides something that now, and I'm just going to say, I think that the world is becoming, and it's not an issue, it's just preference i guess it's becoming very pc Mm -hmm. and i like the fact that people can be honest without and i think i can be honest without offending someone Mm -hmm. and you learn that as you grow older right you mature and you you know you don't want to offend people but you can be like look i'm not going to agree with you because this is my opinion if he thinks that there's part of what he's what she's saying that isn't the truth Mm -hmm. that's fine but to say about the mental health and and not really address the fact that there was a racist remark made in my Mm -hmm. opinion racist about the color of the skin i think that's you, you can't say that but Everything else, I think, was okay. Mm-hmm. I think he's allowed his opinion. What do you think about that? And we can get into, obviously, yeah. afterwards, yeah. So I think with uh, Piers, um, as you said, I 
whenever he's putting pressure on the politicians during the pandemic, uh, you know, calling out, you know, the free school meals, all that kind of stuff. And if you, once you agree with Piers's uh, opinion, he serves a good purpose in your head, if that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, and yeah. the one thing I'd also agree with from what you said is that, yeah, there is a lot of PC culture. So I can see why, you know, um, he has a career basically because that's what he does. He just yeah. says his opinion the most brushest way possible, get yeah. the views. It's always quite controversial yeah, as well. Yeah. But I also feel like that comes with a problem when you get it wrong, which sometimes I think in this case he has for the sense of, don't get me wrong, he can have his own opinion, but I think there's two separate issues that there's been argued here. There's one like him not believing Megan or having a dislike to Megan for what they've done to the royal family. But then right. I think Megan's, what Megan's arguing is, not so that makes sense what megan is arguing is the fact that she didn't feel supported yeah. and she also felt hounded by the media yeah piers can't sit, sit on good morning britain and say he hasn't even contributed to the hounding so for me i don't even think she's arguing that much about you know the firm the interest institution like she can happily say she didn't know anything about going into it about that going into their marriage she's learning her eyes got up and fair but she can't complain about that in my opinion because that's just your fault for not doing your research yeah so people might even disagree with that but that's my opinion but then when you get in there and then you don't feel supported and you think you're unfairly being hounded by the media based on the racial aspects because there's other stuff for all family that we can get into if we want to or not that are doing that didn't have, get near to the me uh, media coverage that she's had so then it yeah. appears to then sit there and say she doesn't believe her that's for me i process that as a separate issue like what she's saying if you're talking about individual like the insistent instant instances there we go that um <laughs> uh she's arguing about fair but yeah. my, the, the main thing i got from what she was saying was she didn't feel supported by the family yeah. and the media wouldn't leave them alone and everyone can see that's fucked so what are you like what what are you actually disagreeing with her with mm. you get what i mean yeah like everything you're saying is oh that didn't happen okay Kate didn't make a cry. That, that's still not, if that's not true, that's not true. But you can't say that um, the media didn't paint her in a different brush compared to any, every other white person in the royal family. And you have Prince Andrew, who is close to nailed, proven paedophile. And the media did what about that? But Meghan wants to protect a family that her husband has had her protection stripped away. She wants to move away for her own mental health. Yeah. She's doing everything for herself. She's gone on the platform to try and explain herself. Yeah. So people don't just think she's tearing the family apart. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, if you believe that or not, that's up to you. But you can only, all I can see is, is, is view it from her side. And I don't think she's doing anything that outrageous. But then to then try and pick her apart on something that you'll never be able to prove, so, such as, you know, mental health. And if she is, if she's making that up, that's for her to deal with the consequences, whatever happens to her mentally. I don't think you can sit there and call someone out on that because at the end of the day, if you don't believe them, you call them out, what is that going to do for you? You can't disprove it. So just leave it alone. Mm. Whereas if you disagreed with the, um, how the media was treating her 
go back, look at the headlines, be yeah. like, actually, no, there is this fair coverage. They did yeah. this to Prince Andrew. They did this to Kay. They did this. You can't do that because you know that's yeah. that's proof. Yeah. So for me, I feel like they were arguing two separate points that could never can never be proven. Yeah, so enough. it's just silly. I agree. And just to finish, just to kind of get with the media point. Um, there's just the instance of the avocado story which she obviously references there <laughs> yeah, with yeah. how they viewed Katie in avocados and how they viewed Megan and when uh, Kate was holding her stomach, stomach and then how Megan was so there's obviously clear differences in how the media look at them mm-hmm. and that's purely in my opinion just pure racism mm-hmm. that's it is that yet there's a there's a scale of racism I guess a sliding scale yeah, yeah, yeah. it might be towards the the lesser impactful but yeah. i can't we can't say that anyway because mm. it's megan's yeah. thing you know but as far as like i don't know beating someone up because of the color of skin or say, writing so, a story about yeah. them obviously quite different yeah. but point is that, that that's happened um but my, my thing is i agree i think in that situation i would want to leave too if i was harry or megan i would just be like you know what the best thing is to leave so i was i was really deep in it i was like okay i'm gonna i'm i'm harry and i'm gonna leave okay and his mum left him some money it's probably like a few million in there he's obviously his mum's family um they're well off so obviously there's i mean you know if it came to it maybe they could help support him mm-hmm. i think but what's interesting is the fact that before this interview came out he's doing stuff with james corden they've mentioned the there's been articles on the netflix docuseries or documentary they've got coming out yeah. they've got a spotify deal or something like that they mentioned as well coming out yeah. so i'm like you know what and they're doing an interview with oprah so i'm like you know america yeah. culture like yeah. um capitalist vultures and stuff i'm like is it good timing because yeah. i think the angle for them was mental health yeah. and obviously the other issues and like i said just to be clear clearly it's 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 bad but is it good when when's the net my question is when's the netflix documentary coming out i would imagine probably the next two to three months because it's just good it's just coincidental good timing you know mm-hmm. like and they recorded this in late january they said and it's come out now fair enough that's that's fine mm-hmm. but i just think that if it was me i would leave and i would not do anything and I would make sure I've got an income. And I get that they need an income to pay mm, for security and stuff, mm. but what you're telling me the income the security costs like tens of millions a year. Yeah. He's got that. Yeah. They've got that. Like yeah. they've got land. She's she was also an actor. She's probably she's also a multi-millionaire. Yeah, yeah. The fact she's an actress, not that I'm saying she was acting, I want to make that clear, but <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying, like, yeah. Yeah. you know, if you were gonna be skeptical, which I am. Okay. So, that, I like it. You know no, what I'm saying? It's, like it's I, decent. It's a yeah, fair, it's fair I, I completely, I, I, just to be clear, I definitely back what they've done. Yeah, I think yeah. hats off, like you've cut yourself off. If anything, they're probably going to so live a better playing, life. You're, you're playing devil's advocate. Yeah, and, and, I, and partly I do so. believe the fact that it is good timing in yeah, the sense that they have got a Netflix. Like if I was going to, if I was their uh, PR manager, mm-hmm. I would also be like, yeah, you're doing this Oprah interview. Yeah, yeah. you're going to do it. Yeah. And you're not going to get a penny of it right now. But when you do your Netflix documentary, they might be like another... 50 million people are watching now because you've done this and it sells and i was thinking it sells itself anyway because it's 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 someone from the royal family no but when you've got a controversial thing about it like how many papers got sold when stuff was coming out by a diana probably way more in the times and the daily mail than it was the year before that's why people do these stories right now we're in like the modern world netflix youtube all these different things yeah Mm. Uh, that's kind of my opinion on it that i think that it suits them in a way to like bring out now and, and that obviously obviously if 
if you'd have said to them, look, and I think the, the point is playing the opposite of devil's advocate. The point that she raised was, look, I made, I wrote a letter to the family saying, look, you know, I'm, I'm completely here as a tool for the royal family to do what you please. And my thing is, I think it's a shame what's happened because I think the royal family, because I have conversations with people, I'm not going to mention who because I don't want to throw them under the bus, but I've had conversations with people where people say, well, it's the monarchy, everything like that. I don't think that should happen. So they they offered themselves and said, look, we're going to be tools. I think what, what should be happening now with the modern, with the royal family is that they should be transitioning into kind of like a new era. Because I think people, I think social media is a dangerous tool where if there's too many scandals that are coming out, eventually, because the media, they, the media would work with them, right? But my brother, who is like well into politics and stuff, and he knows a lot about the royal family, he said that the queen is scared of the media because they're a bit they're bigger right mm. so and that's what they touched on in the interview exactly because yeah. they know that the media can turn on the royal family like that if the mass of the people were to be like we don't want the queen the media would be like we want to make money we want to sell papers we want clicks we're going to turn on them too mm -hmm. right which mm -hmm. they sometimes have done right yeah so i think that they could have megan could have been used as a way to kind of come into like the modern kind of way 100%. of thinking like having someone of a cultural background regarding racism blm last year having harry and Meghan do things that aren't like typically yeah, yeah. royal and they don't take the risk of the the heir to the throne being in that kind of new line like but it gives you the same amount of credit yeah. as like oh we like the royals now they should have done a netflix series in a sense or they should have done a youtube video i don't know or an interview but in a more positive way then, do, you do you know, know what i'm saying it would have brought the royal royal family into the 21st century i agree then do you not think to me that just highlights how embedded this like you know the prejudice and the racism and discrimination there is to you know black or you know darker skin whatever you want to call it african mm, people people yeah, because yeah. it's so obvious your part of your empire was built on stolen jewels stolen cultures they've got the commonwealth like it's a horrible horrible blemish to have on the english history that they've got right now mm. and even if they didn't genuinely care even if they still had those beliefs the PR of it would be like, oh, we Harry, you know what? Actually, let's just cash in. He's not, he's never going to be their heir, so really, it's never going to affect anything. We get all this great publicity. People already liked Meghan to begin with when she was doing all her tours in India. Like she was yeah, a bit yeah. different Australia, in Australia. Yeah, yeah. They were liking her. There was no reason for them to turn on her. Mm -hmm. So for me, that just highlighted the difference from, you know, the royal family and the institution because I think. Either they were pretty smart with it and never said, you know, there's nothing to do with the Queen, because I suppose they can never, could they ever even go at the Queen by name? Like, that's just not going to happen. Mm. It's not going to say, not saying that they, that the Queen is responsible for anything. I'm just saying that if they were to, I doubt they're going to back that. You get what I mean? <laughs> um, so, yeah, they were women, the Queen, all the way through, as, <laughs> as, as, as you would, I yeah, suppose. Yeah, yeah. But, um, Especially if she's actually not done anything wrong in their eyes, then yeah. I, I've always had the impression that the Queen's just been so loyal to the, the crown and the, the position she's in that she, she she negates what's going on. But after the whole Prince Andrew thing happened, <laughs> I was just like, right, then you can't let that happen. You no. can't let that run. But interesting that we've, we've raised up about social media and everything, right? So kind of moving on from this and and looking into social media we've seen what happens with peers like cancel culture and everything um and we've seen a bit of a 
I don't know what to call it. I would say for me, it's been kind of like a, I don't want to say, is it awakening? It's not really an awakening, but it's kind of more of like a, a realization what's happened. So obviously um, I don't want to talk about too much about the case and what happened because mm-hmm. it's obviously it's, it's a sensitive topic. I don't want to offend anyone, mm-hmm. but it was um, the, 30-ish year old woman from London, mm-hmm. uh, Sarah, I believe, what was the last name? Sarah Everand, was it? Yeah. Right. And um, so obviously I'm pretty sure everyone who's watching knows what happened. Um, essentially, she went missing. Her body ended up being found um, and she was murdered by a policeman mm-hmm. uh, who was currently active in the police force. Mm-hmm. Um, and social media erupted. Um, I remember we had a discussion in our group chat about it on the day it happened and we were just discussing our thoughts and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and the reason I wanted to bring it up was because I just think it's important to mention um, and it fits into obviously what we're talking about and our news roundup, I guess, um, as a big thing that happened in the last week. Um, I, so I've got two sisters, you know, and obviously, you know, we've both got girlfriends as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and after having conversations and with mothers. them, yeah, and mothers, of course, and, and aunties and everything like that, mm-hmm. and, and female friends and everything. And we've, I've had having conversations and seeing the, the uproar, I guess, on social media. I just wanted to ask what your thoughts were about, okay, let's go to the case first. Mm-hmm. What what do you think about the case? I don't want to talk about it too much, but I want to talk maybe, yeah, just, just what do you think about what happened, it being a policeman, all that, what, what do you think? Obviously just horrible to hear when it happens to anyone, but in this specific case where it's just like, I think the thing that's horrible about it more is it could have been literally anyone. Like, yeah. you know, sometimes you hear it was on holiday, they went on the, one of the holidays, they went to this place, you're like, oh, they've gone to like a uh, a rough area or whatever. It's like, this is in the capital. This is in literally thousands of people would have walked on those roads that day. And it could have been literally anyone, boy, girl. Obviously the whole thing is, you know, girls are more vulnerable, but as in it could have been anyone. And I think that is the, the tragedy and the saddening, saddening thing about this. And, it's just one of those where everyone's going to react emotionally. So what do you think about it? Yeah, I think it's obviously a horrible thing to happen. Uh, like you said, it's because it's so close to home, literally. And because it was because it was so like it, it, everything about it is so off yeah. in a sense that anyone getting murdered is horrible. Yeah. But in this case, it was like a woman that so many people of our age could relate to like walking back from the friend's house late in London or mm-hmm. right and then it happened and it was a police officer and apparently I'm not sure if this is true I heard this from someone and they were like the the way he stopped her was wasn't forceful initially it was more like why are you not wearing a mask mm-hmm. you know you, who are you going out to see kind of questions that you might think the police might ask someone and you've I've seen videos of it, people getting asked mm-hmm. why are you out and stuff like that and I've seen like one where a guy kicks a police officer whatever but I think that it's so creepy the way it happened. But the point I wanted to touch on, um, rest in peace, by the way, but the point I wanted to touch on was um, the whole how females have, like, are not protected. We posted something um, that Annie actually from... Um, who we had on the pod, so go check that out. Um, um, Annie on the pod, she she said, can you post this? And it was basically this girl basically getting really emotional. Um, and I think she I think she was kind of like drained and kind of, it was she kind of felt like 
she just not given up, but she was, yeah, like so drained of how what had happened. She was like, and she was saying stuff like one that stuck out for me was like wearing flat shoes, right? And I was like, hey, why would a girl wear like flat shoes to pick flat shoes? And I was like, to run away essentially. And I was like, to think. And then I then that's when I asked like my sisters and my girlfriend and everything. I was like, okay, what experiences have you had? And I'm not going to talk about it specifically, but it's I'm sure every girl in the world has had this. And I was so and I was like, number one. It's mad, isn't it? How is this? What I think I was surprised how I'd never asked before, considering yeah. I've had sisters obviously forever, they're older than me. Mm-hmm. How they've told me stories. Mm-hmm. Like there was one last week actually that happened in town to them, it was like, mm-hmm. but and there and so and we as guys, I was like, whoa, like have I ever made someone feel uncomfortable in this way? And I was like, I'm not that type of person to do that, right? To just because it's just not who I am as a person. And I think anyone could say that as well. Mm-hmm. But I think the point is that I, I, for us, I think it's important to talk about is uh, guys in general doing enough because it's one of them where it's like, okay, yeah, but it's not, it's not all guys. And it's mm-hmm. not, I think that's besides the point when there's an issue that big mm-hmm. and it's systematic for centuries. Yeah, to, yeah. This is like pre-slavery. This is like before, like yeah, yeah. Bit pre, this there. is like um, Neanderthal times yeah. where men would go out and hunt and women would come back and be expected to cook it. So those, that, those things, these things have been embedded since like humans have been around. So how might all this form of discrimination, isn't exactly it? right? So I was like, how can it affect half the world's population and no one does anything about it? That was yeah. the biggest thing for me. So I was like, whoa, like, should people be marching on the streets? Because this is an issue really that does affect everyone, right? Yeah, because so. you've got everyone's got it's a more system, yeah, right? as you said, because it's it affects females, but obviously, those females have family members they have friends so just because you're like as a boy you're like oh if you're ignorant you're like oh it doesn't affect me oh i'm yeah. not ever going to do that so it doesn't i don't care but it's like oh one day you might have a daughter yeah. oh you're gonna have a female friend you can have a girlfriend uh, and you have mum, whatever it could it, it can affect you in ways that you'll never know yeah. until it does and hopefully it doesn't so that's why i even you know, paid more attention than I normally do yeah, those yeah. kind of things because it gets to a point where I was like, hang on, this is actually mad because I think I was sat on Twitter reading a thread and obviously certain people, there's always a certain people that reply to threads on Twitter anyway, but I was reading some of the comments and I was just like, this is mad, like... What were they saying? Were they like, not stuff, caring, like, horrible? Stuff I don't want to repeat yeah, yeah. for, like, directly, but it was just like... A lot of victim blaming when there was none there's no need for that and also just like it was it reminded me of you know that other toxic masculinity like banter they were yeah. having but it was just far over the top not the well, not, well, I said about saying not the time there's never a time for it but you know as in I just couldn't believe what I was reading. I get what you're saying. Though. <laughs> yeah. no, what, what you're saying is yeah. that guys don't call it out. And the reason is because it doesn't directly affect, affect them. them. Yeah. Like if I was in a group of, with a group of guys and someone made like a really misogynistic joke, mm. whether I laugh or not, I w- and if I disagree, oh, point is if I disagreed with it, would I call it out? Before last week, honestly, I don't think I would have. Mm. And it's getting to a point now, I think you're mature and stuff and you get like, we had, when we were talking to the B as well, I was like, with the whole race and thing, I was like, I'm confident now I would 
yeah. call anything out in the office or wherever I'll be like that's racist and you should not say that mm. and I think now I'm going to take the same approach as with yeah. misogyny and mm. sexism and everything where it's just like because you don't know someone might these things add up right mm. like they say like for for someone who steals they don't they don't rob a bank first yeah. they'll steal five out of their mum's pocket mm. purse mm. and then they'll try it with other and then it kind of builds up so mm. these kind of jokes and stuff it kind of gives someone especially young impressionable people right teenagers like does it build up to a point where they think certain things are accepted Mm-hmm. that's yeah so it i think it's weird because i don't know it's a problem that needs to be solved like many of them do in society but i did this is the first one where i don't know how yeah i don't know so, what it would take for this to not be a thing anymore I've, is I've, it a generational thing or i think it would just be the uh as you said it's i don't like to compare like discrimination but it's just like if you look back on the it's the easiest thing to contextualize it so everyone understands it because everyone can like you look back at what racism was like in the 50s and you look at it now and it's just a shift of change a, a conscious shift of change in society people's thought processes saying that's not acceptable that's not acceptable and that's what needs to start when it comes to you know misogyny it gets to the point where you know if you're in school at 13 like now if you're if you hear your if your boys or whatever and they're in the playground they're 13 years old and they're saying racist remarks it's going to get called out by at least yeah. someone there yeah it'll, it'll get it needs to get to the point where that's the same thing when it gets to misogyny or you know over sexualizing girls yeah or saying just inappropriate stuff at that age where it's like whoa bro that's not cool like you just can't say that that just doesn't happen nowadays mm. i don't we can be honest it doesn't happen mm. didn't happen when we were at school didn't happen when we were at uni but obviously as you just mature you just you naturally grow out of that yeah. so i think it's part of you know parents part of schools to yeah. put, instill that into children early just how it's naturally just taught yeah. you're nice to people yeah, you're not yeah. racist like you have to respect women yeah. and i don't think that's actually done enough yeah and i think that's yeah. when you'll start seeing real change so I, I i said before that i don't know what can happen but i've been thinking about this a lot and having discussions i do know what can happen i think stuff you were touching on like educating people i think there's like a post going around instead of like protect your girls or tell them how to be safe is to be educate your boys your your sons right but i think one thing is 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 for me is do you know what the rape charge is in the uk how many years you get in prison um just for the record i only know this because i saw it on instagram right i just knew this because there's no need for me to care (laughs) um but i think i saw instagram was like two to five years it's it's three to five but with a weapon it's 15 to 20 so in the dude this judiciary system the the what they tell you from that is it's the the we're going to punish you more for not the impact you have on someone's life but the physical harm the physical harm you can do or so say if you can compare the mental and the physical yeah you you'll get more for that i just think i think that in itself needs to be changed um yeah i think we i think uh i think rape should be 25 to life and i don't see why not because if essentially what you're doing is you're affecting someone till the end of their days. Yeah. And that's that's a fact. That's you're affecting them in every single way that you could think of. Every day they have to deal with that. You cannot put a measurement on that. In, like you just send them to prison for as long as needs to be, right? I just think that I think that's the first thing that needs to happen I think, essentially. I think that's important to also ask. Obviously, the punishment is so the punishment which is yeah. I also think 
if anything, start to say that would be a bigger deterrent. Exactly. You know I mean? Yeah, that's my so, point. It's a deterrent, which shouldn't have to be, but and I'm not saying that's the only thing that should happen, but that is the that is one of the things that I think should definitely happen because it's more about mindset it's more like we don't tolerate this at all as a country rather than okay let's deal with someone who's done it it's more it's more of the attitude and the the perception they don't rate women or in a sense to be like yeah yeah rape's just whatever like 100 years ago that was happening on the rape no one cared about it then yeah. do you know what i mean so and that's the first thing. sorry to change it again but it's just easiest for me to explain my points for something i know so it's like again we talk about racism in sport it wasn't until what two seasons ago where if any fan w- was uh, overtly racist they would get banned from going to a football game they couldn't buy you know they couldn't go and view live football again so that shows you that if you put a big enough punishment that it will deter people even if because to be honest the amount of people that are racist what probably change but over generations it will because yeah, yeah. people are acting on it yeah. so if it if obviously in our generation it was uh, three to five years uh, without uh, harm but you know for our kids if it then becomes 25 to life that is going to be like look if you do if you can murder you commit rape you are you know a pedophile whatever mm. you get locked up for life and i think it's stupid to say it but if you think about murder, we're always taught if you murder someone, you kill someone, you're you're gone. Like yeah. it's 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 twenty five to life. And the, the and, thought for the public that, is like you're scum of the earth. Yeah, right? yeah. So that not that you were ever if not not with not knowing that information, you were gonna be a murderer. But already from when you're when you're six, you're already like oh like killing's wrong. This is that. You're actually not. We, I've I've got to be honest. You're not actually taught about you know, you know, domestic abuse or because obviously it's not just rape we're talking about here. It's always any violence to a woman. You're not really. It's not instilled in you that you don't hit women. Mm. You don't yeah take advantage of women. You don't think like it's not instilled the same way of we don't kill. Yeah. Do you get what I mean? And I think I personally think it's literally the same level of an offence because. You're taking someone's life in both scenarios because yeah. you don't. No one knows the long, the, the long impact of that, and yeah. even you know, the that will change someone's relationship with every man they meet in the future. Yeah. Their trust issues, all this, and that has to be punished, and that needs to be deterred from when a boy can walk. You yeah. Know? Well, of course, it should be <laughs> something that's just part of society. That that that's how it is. It shouldn't even be something like the fact we're even having this conversation is wrong because it shouldn't even have to go to this level but point is that it's it, these things are happening all the time mm-hmm. like you look at india their supreme judge said on a rape case okay you can avoid jail time if you marry her so they're not even considering the woman at all it's just ridiculous that's in it right. anyway that's that's like one of the craziest things i've ever heard in my life like how can is that is he okay does he need like is he got a screws loose he must do because how can you even say that right yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's the perception of, of that right um but it's it's an issue and the reason i want to talk about it is because it's an issue this is a societal issue again 
which the off-white boys love talking about that. That's mm. what we do. Yeah. So DM us, uh, please like and 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 comment mostly because we want to see comments on this video. We want to open, have an open discussion. We want people to talk about um, the topics we've discussed so far on there. And to be honest, if we have any uh, female guests, anyone who has a strong opinion on this uh, sort of stuff, DM us, we'll love to have a conversation with yeah. you. The only reason why we didn't do it so far was because we haven't done a podcast where it's just been me and you. And yeah. we thought we wanted to give our honest opinion yeah. without having, you know, the initial judgment from someone else coming in. Um, we do apologize if this has triggered anything for anyone. Uh, obviously, we're always trying to be honest, but we're not trying to uh, offend anyone in any way. And the whole point of this is just to include inclusivity through all aspects, all kinds of discrimination. Yeah. And um, yeah, I've, I've enjoyed uh, this this uh, conversation we've had. Um, Wish I wish I prepared a bit more for the whole Harry stuff, but what can you do, guys? Uh, we wanted it to be raw. We wanted it to, to be yeah, unnatural um, exactly. and stuff. Um, I don't know what did, what, what else what else you have. I just had another little topic, and and then like a lighter one if we wanted to discuss it. So um, also recently, um, uh, there's been two players, one in the Premier League, uh, Wilfred Zaha, who's refused to take the knee. Yeah. Um, and he said, basically, in essence, uh, not to quote him or anything, you can go look at what he, exactly what he said. But he basically said he doesn't want to do, he doesn't want to take the knee anymore because he doesn't think that is doing enough. Or it's becoming something that is just done. Um, and it's not it's not actually having a, a larger impact on racism. Mm -hmm. um, and to be honest, agree? I agree. Because I just think that, I think a lot of companies and corporations do it and they do things to because at the end of the day they set, they have got something to sell so they need to superficial yeah it's, it's not exactly so it's, it's like we'll do this because then we're appeasing our customers rather than actually doing anything if the Premier League they've got the kick out racism and everything like that and but if they'd actually done something like set up a fund or something like that to support people in the UK even in just sport where they've had these experiences or they've not, or even where they go to grassroots and they actually, and on all the sports as well, yeah. look at how to combat racism. Cause I know family members, extended family members who've had football trials. Sorry to cut you off, yeah, right. it's just one of them, even when you have the commentaries at the beginning, you know, it's like, and it's time. And then they're just like, and the players take the knees yeah. to show you the Premier League is standing against racism. And don't get me wrong, to begin with, I agree completely with Zaha, but um, I also I also hope his stand actually turns into something, because then, if not, it's just a conversation of what you should do, what you shouldn't do. But for instance, um, I've forgotten the name of the Dom, uh, uh, Serena Williams' husband. I don't he, know his he, used, he used to own Reddit. And he said, oh, really? oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he stepped down and said, you have to put a person of colour in his position as CEO to show that he he was standing with, um, he was actively trying to make a, a change with the um, whole racism thing. One, that's already comes with a caveat, so I don't really agree. I feel like if you're going to be a CEO of a company, you should be the best person. It shouldn't just be, you know, the best black, the best Asian, like you should have a fair pool yeah. but at least that thought process shows you he's proactively trying to make a change whereas what is the premier league doing to actually be like 
oh, let's get more ethnic uh, minority um, coaches in there. Let's get more managers. Let's support, you know, all the grassroots uh, things you're saying. As you, Because I think there's a stupid stat of how many players are black, but how many uh, players, how many managers or coaches are of any ethnic background. So that shows you there's an issue there already. I think the only person I can think of really in the Premier League is Nuno and... Mm. Uh, Terry Henry, who's actually uh, doing his bit, not in the Premier League, obviously, yeah, yeah, yeah. but he's, uh, what's he, he's doing manager in, is it Spain uh, or, is it, or is it MLS? MLS, is it MLS? Think, yeah. yeah, MLS. So those are only two people that sh- shoot out in my mind. Yeah. So then you just think, if the Premier League has this stance, they have to, you have to look back on your business and look at what are we doing wrong? What, how can we change the thing? Because if you're not going to do anything proactively worldwide, at least you can make your organisation truly diverse. You get what I mean? And it's the same with all these businesses that will, they need to look at the recruitment processes, all the, you know, the diversity, even with other, other companies that do it from, you obviously you take what your, what your ethnicity is. Everyone will have a quarter. Where's the quarter for the, um, Football managers, where's the quarter for the football coaches? Yeah. And you, you can't tell me there's no there's no one out there that wants to get in wants to get in the door. Yeah, so Campbell said something about it yeah. today. He was like, My quality as a manager is gonna be just as good as some Premier League managers now, but I'm not getting the same opportunities. I think that's a good point. Mm-hmm. But I think I think for the coaches it comes down to the club and the club make decisions purely based on achievements and etc which is fine and i think even then you can be more inclusive i think that should be that's a given but what i would want to see is the premier league the actual company who's on their board that rep because they need to have someone on there representing people because change trickles down corporations and if you don't have anyone on the board who's a person of color who stands up for people of color Changes down here won't happen, so it has to happen like that. that that's my that's my take on it anyway. Yeah, and that's but, what I was trying to say. With, yeah, uh, Reddit guy. Yeah, like that's the way. As you said, the only way to instill change is to change it from within. So that's not going to happen if you're taking knees on every uh, football game. And why? Why is it to do? Why is it? Why is it up to the footballers to to take a knee yeah. when they're not actually the ones that all like uh, the ones that could actually make a change? They. They can go of their everyday life and not be racist. I think footballers of our generation, I think it's in, near impossible. I think every single Premier League team has people of colour in there. Yeah. So it's, I mean, I'm not saying that they can't be racist because of that, but I'm just saying it would be more difficult. Yeah. There's representation of people of colour. The only, thing, um, the only thing I would say to as to potentially play devil's advocate there is, yeah. are you thinking they, in, they put this in... You know, the whole knee thing was in the thought that there would be crowds. I've literally thought this now because oh yeah, okay. If there is a crowd and every game you're taking a knee and every time you're in the crowd, you're constantly told there's no room for racism. So eventually, all those racist fans, all those racist uh, remarks that are shouted at, at corner flags, all this. Do you reckon mm-hmm. that would actually still change? Because the main issue in football was the fans. It was never, obviously I've talked about the coaches, which is still um, true, but there's no way for the players to change that. That has to come from above, as you said. So with the fans, if it's a full fan, if it's a full stadium at Anfield, and you've got racist fans in the um, in the stands, but 
before every game, Liverpool kicks off. You see Mo Salah, you see uh, Mane taking knee, the whole team. I do think that makes a change. Yeah. So now okay. I've just thought about it. Maybe with fans, it means more. Whereas, obviously, there's no fans. The racist person watching the TV is like, oh, look at him taking a knee again. I don't give a... Yeah. F, you know? Yeah. I think... Stay monetized. <laughs> <laughs> I think the fact that there's been some lower leagues where fans who have been allowed in have boomed. Yeah. 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 I think that just shows that when someone's setting their ways, they're setting their ways. And I think yeah, there's a lot of older fans. But I think at the beginning, I was all for it because you're showing something that's raw in a sense then, and it represents something then. I think it's time to diversify your actions. And by taking the knee, the Premier League are literally not doing anything about it mm-hmm. by, by the footballers doing that. Because what's to say a footballer wants... Because they said they're definitely doing it to the end of this season. So fans are going to be in for the last two games. So they'll do it. <laughs> Next season, if they stop doing it, then what? Yeah, Does it just get thrown out the window? That that was kind of my final point. But interesting, I think it's something that we'll definitely raise in another uh, podcast later on in the year to see what happens. Yeah. World Cup, Euros that are coming up this yeah. year, next year, what's going to happen there? Yeah. Um, are FIFA going to be any better at dealing with it than you know the FA and things yeah. like that? So you know, keep look out for that. But the last the last thing I want to talk about something a bit lighter was I saw an article basically and. Uh, Elon Musk has said uh, by 2027, uh, space exploration is going to take new heights because there's going to be a hotel uh, in 2027. So first question is, would you go? It was a clash of the day, so hope you voted on that one. Would you go to a hotel in space? Bearing in mind it being affordable and stuff like that. Probably set you back a few six figures or something, but yeah. You threw me off there. the vibe. Would I go? I'd say it would take me a while to want to go. There'd have to be, it, it'd have to be like two to three years of calm trips. Yeah, going fair to enough. Back. Yeah, like it's more. It's not that like I want to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah but yeah. it's more like I'm thinking 2027. 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, Sorry to get all realistic, but I've got family and then stuff and then that. So what do <laughs> I need? Do I need to be going up to the hotels on in space? Yeah, yeah. I don't think that's priority for me at that stage. But um. Uh, sorry to. Uh, <laughs> I knew you'd give a dead answer. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry to ruin the fun vibe, mate. Of the question, yeah. but I think if it if it became like, oh yeah, you can you can take a flight to America, or you can go, you know, another a week travel, or what, or go to Mars or whatnot. I'm back here, mate. You know. Yeah, I, mean? I agree. I, I I think you know. I think I'll. Well, sorry about the swear word. They But I would. I really want to go to space, so I would obviously definitely do it. I would definitely wait, like you said, a mm. uh, couple of years and uh, see what see what happens. The first one to go. Yeah, and it's more the price for me. I'm gonna, I don't imagine it's cheap, no. you know, to put jet fuel and all. Five pound right. I would not be back in that. No, no, no. Yeah, but someone's yeah. got calm leg leg room, I suppose. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. So yeah, that, that's it. Anything else you want to talk about? Anything else has popped up for you, mate, this week that you want to touch on? Uh, no, nothing that's popped up this week. I'm uh, pretty happy. Um, I suppose it's just a little outro thing. Um, so yeah, guys, that's been the Off-White Pod. We're going to try new things this week. We're going to uh, 
you know, all the sections are going to chop them up, put them up in separate videos so people can really just listen to uh, different aspects of the uh, pod that they that, that you'd like. Yeah. So obviously the last one was a long hour one and the feedback we got was great, but um, got suggested by a few people that said, oh, it's quite a bit, it, sometimes, you know, you ain't got an hour to commit and it might be yeah. easier just to t- digest it in bite-sized bite chunks. So we are going to put that up to, uh, this week. It's going to be a lot of editing for me um but i'm looking forward to it so please do feedback let us know how you how what you think about that uh do you have anything you'd like to add yeah that's it so that's been the the off white boys our news round uh it will be a feature that's going to be continuing i think we can both agree on it's been yep. enjoyable so yeah so that's been our pod this week uh hope you've enjoyed it um don't forget to like um subscribe and and turn your bell notifications on because you don't want to miss videos especially with these clips that are coming out um and also you know if you're traveling and everything check it out on spotify and uh, apple music it's gonna yeah, be yeah. on there and we'll see you next week